0: How we all doing today, fellas?
1: We got the studio audience.
0: There you go. We got a
1: studio audience today. We got BBC, Big Blake, Korea in the building. I was gonna say, <laughs> if we get a studio audience, that means we're moving up in the world. Like we got, we got Juju, Juju Sarzo, aka Gamer Seven <laughs> Two Four Six. Oh yeah. But
0: speaking of moving up in the world, I mean, you know, Vegas has opened up. The Golden Knights are playing tonight against the Canadians. Uh, You know, full attendance to everything that is pretty much going on out here. I'm so happy. We got the UFC coming to town. Conor McGregor, you know, uh, taking on Dustin Poirier for the third time. We got Tyson Fury going against Deontay Wilder also for the third time. Vegas has opened up. Life has opened up, fellas. No masks. And people are kind of freaking out about it because I'm I'm not
2: you look I'm not gonna wear a mask anymore. You tell me I don't have to. I'm not going to, and I'm still gonna walk
0: into places and people look at me crazy. But hey, it is what it is.
1: You see all the 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 ugly people petitioning. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) I tell you what, out here it's been like really loose the past three weeks, and it went from like you know pretty much zero to like a hundred, like no fucks given. (laughs) You know, like that's pretty much what happened.
1: The weather or people. Or everything both.
0: well due to weather i'm we're at 115 today and it's only that's one o'clock in the afternoon that's crazy yeah
1: i'll be skipping the vegas trip
2: no not me i'm still
0: going because i stay indoors please i'm happy yeah, that's I'm happy. true that's true yeah <laughs> but yeah it's like you know it, it, all of a sudden out of nowhere it's like a popular consensus like i mean obviously vegas they, All of a sudden, <laughs> they, it was like all of a sudden out of nowhere no one's wearing a mask anymore and i'm like i can actually just go into my gym and not wear a mask it's like Wow. Or go to the gas station, get a coffee. Whoa. I don't have to wear a mask. Go to the casinos. And then they took the barricades down. I'm like, wait a minute. We got our freedom back now, guys. <laughs> Let me ask you a question about the weather in California. Cause we're at 115 at one o'clock in the afternoon. As I'm looking down right now at the thermostat, where are you guys at in California
1: temperature wise? Uh, I'm thinking what about 95, 96? 96.
2: I think the car said something like that right when we just yeah. went to get some lunch it was bananas
1: yeah and and it's a little humid it kind of reminds me of miami which i i'm not i i, I honestly like dry weather in comparison to that humidity but it's it's okay you know what we're blessed i mean it could be a lot worse like 115 <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: i gotta get out there today man oh, luckily man. i mean you know I can't complain too much. I'm going to hang out with some great people in the boxing world. Uh, some fighters are in town. They'll be fighting on ESPN on Saturday, and we're going to have a nice dinner tonight and chill out, And which is always a lot of fun. But it doesn't matter. Even at night, you know, it's hot as hell. And But you, what you said about humidity, that's true. At least out here in Vegas, if you get in the shade, you could save your life. When you're in humid temperatures, when it's like 105 degrees, there's no saving it's just gonna be hot everywhere you go you know it's but thank dangerous. god for air conditioning so what's going on jimmy uh what's your day looking like today brother how we doing
2: well you know what i was pretty excited about this and i know we were doing this uh you know this weekly show has been amazing man we're really really excited to get this thing cracking um look things are great man life over here in southern cali is amazing um a producer just showed up well one of them how are you good peace out well you're the producer for this show but Royce is here to have some fun with us, but uh, yeah, man, we're having a good time over here and, and life is good. Life pack obviously is doing our thing. And, and uh, you know, we're just, we're here doing
0: our thing. What about you, Robert? What's going on with you, man? What's new, homie?
1: Man, li- life is beautiful. Uh, training really focused uh, back on my, my, my regiment, my gain uh, just trying to eat right, you know, get it right, get it tight. Uh, you know, I, I actually applied for this, this new Netflix show it uh, myself and Jimmy, it's uh, the president CEO, Against other president and CEOs of large corporations in America, and they actually it's it's uh full MMA, you could do boxing and they do MMA non sanctioned, obviously. Uh, so it's not going to affect my record, <laughs> but uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> but nah, no, man, it's going to be pretty cool. So I called out a few groups, I'm not telling Jimmy who because I don't want him to get psyched out. So he's training, I'm training, and uh, it's really cool. It's so what happens is. Um, if you both make it through, you go on to the next round. And I, I think it's really, a, a, a it's going to be a cool show. And I hope that we're picked, you know, I'm a complete amateur. I have no experience whatsoever. Um, so it'll be it'll be fun. I'm I'm really, really pumped.
0: Do you know you should be pumped because first of all, that is a, a genre of film that has really made an impact recently over the past couple of years. Look at Cobra Kai. Yep. Um, I was actually just on set of something called Arena Wars, which is gonna be awesome. The Mahal brothers, Michael and Sonny, uh They've put together a wonderful movie with a great, great cast, which I got to actually train and stunts with. You know, when you get bitten by that bug, dude, like, I mean, there's no turning back. And the thing about it is that you know think about those movies from like you know when we were growing up in the 80s and 90s Seagal, Van Damme, Don the Dragon, Wilson you know Um, luckily uh, I had uh, the fortune uh, to interview Don the Dragon also just recently um, Adam Woodman I have uh, the great Art Camacho coming on this weekend and I want to get Benny the Jet because he's one of the greatest film fight choreographers of all time
1: absolutely and my old sensei
0: that's right you trained
1: with him what was that like dude yeah, he's he's a tough a tough soft spoken badass. I mean, he he's one of the, the he's he is the one of the best fighters that I've ever seen. Um and he's just a very well rounded individual. I mean, just a solid human being. Um but he's badass. I mean, to this day, I would not recommend you to fight him. I mean, I don't care. No. I mean, he's just he's no. a he's an abso- <laughs> he's an absolute he's an absolute monster. But, you know, I mean, I went I used to train with him in the Van Eyes at the original Jet Center near the uh the actual, um, um, downtown, like Van Nuys where city hall is. And, you know, it's a pretty rough area. And then he moved it to North Hollywood. Um, and then, you know, from there on he, he's, he actually has a studio here in Woodland Hills that I have not been to, but I, I think that would be a hell of a show. And I would love to jump on with you because I got some funny stories.
0: Oh, please do. Uh, you yeah. know, you, maybe we'll do it for next
1: Wednesday. Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, man, because I've been in contact. And uh, that's the greatest thing is that when you get bitten by this bug and you meet people and you just kind of network. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? Are you able to act? Do you, uh, Is that something that you're interested in?
2: Uh, it's crazy because I got in the game when I was 14 years old. And I got out when I was 28. And I agree with you. I got bit by the bug when I was 21. And uh, by the, I thought that was going to be my career for years. Um, and I did and I had fun and it was great. And the people you meet are amazing. And interestingly enough, um, I mean, these are 30-year relationships that I still keep in contact with contact with. And these are people I didn't know prior to doing any sort of acting or anything. And these people are still are hitting me up. So it's kind of cool. But uh, I mean, I would dip back in, but I didn't like audition. That's why I got out of the game.
0: Yeah, I I it's weird how I fell into it. It was just by way of this podcast, and I started becoming friends with people, and they're like you know, would you ever consider acting? I'm like, I'm not really an actor. Like, no, you kind of are. You got a personality, you know, not to toot my own horn, but, and uh, you're a musician. So you, you know about performance, especially live, come do a television show. I'm like, okay. So I go out there and I actually did a halfway decent job. I was like, holy shit. And then once you do it and you get like in, in your character and you're hanging around all these, you know, uh, people that are just artists and, and, it's like this is the greatest thing ever. It's like all day long all they're doing is focusing on art positivity and making something great, a creation that's great Maybe, you know, and then yeah. you just keep, yeah. keep getting bitten by that bug, man you know Keep
2: it going man if, if uh, I mean that's a lot of obviously in Southern California every other person's an actor or want to be actor but uh, man keep that going. more God bless.
0: Oh, absolutely! I just got hit up today. Like, you want to do a commercial this Saturday? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, like if I'm getting money, and then plus it's more exposure and stuff. It's like you take the gigs. Um, do you guys? I mean, I'll start with you, Robert. When you act, do you have a hard time memorizing lines?
1: Absolutely. That's why I don't act. Oh, fuck. I. I. That's the one thing. I mean, if I, if I, uh, if I free flow, and you put me in a scene, oh, I could act my ass off. But uh, you tell me here's your lines. Remember them? Yeah, it's an issue. I, I just, again, I, I don't know. I've tried and it just doesn't work. And then Jimmy, on the other hand, is a is a monster. I mean, he could read something a bunch of times and really remember it, uh, which is which is great. And that's obviously the key to being a good actor. So
0: yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. You know, for me, it's like I feel you. Like if I could go like freestyle like Eminem on certain scenes, like they let me go. Like that was, that was the best when I have to remember lines and then I have an actress. Oh, I got a funny story for you guys. I'm doing a scene. It's supposed to be like a nice (laughs) kind of romantic scene. Okay. Now I got to get in position for this because I felt so bad for this, this poor actress. She was so great and patient with me. She's way beyond my expertise. So I'm supposed to like, you know, take her hair and gently put it behind her ear, you know, in the scene. It's like we have, like, a storied history. His so it's kind of It's kind of like a soap opera. So I put my hand – I go to put my hand on her head and, and take her hair and tuck it in. But I clapped her up she, uh. <laughs> hard, and she's like, whoa. And then I hear, cut, cut, cut. What the fuck? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I, I had a hard time touching another woman that wasn't my wife. Like, you I'm be, I'm not trying to earn points with my wife, but it's just real. Like, I didn't know how to – that's where acting got kind of weird for me. But uh, did you ever have an awkward moment, Jimmy, acting? Like a, a scenario where it didn't go so great?
2: Uh, you know, um, I, I can't say it was even acting. acting. Uh, I'll, I'll give you, this is early, early on. I must have been 21 years old, fresh off the boat, if you will. Got bit by the bug, and then one of my agents sent me in to go read for this quote-unquote movie. So I walk in there, and obviously I'm... 21 years old, I'm super, super fit. And there's a guy sitting on the other side, and you've heard these stories before. There's a guy sitting on the other side of the, the, this big giant desk and said, Why don't you read the scene with me? And it's about a guy and a girl, and he's reading the girl part, and I'm reading the guy part. And there's all the stage dialogue, I mean, stage direction. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Well, the stage direction, I mean, there were lines, obviously, and we were reading them. And it's not that big of a deal. But then he started reading some stage direction. Next thing you know, I'm putting my, I'm supposedly in the scene once it ever happened put my head between the woman's in her lap. <laughs> then I, you know, keep going and going. And then I looked up, and mind you, I'm 21 years old. And I, like you, Johnny, I've been in a relationship for many, many years. I looked up at this dude, and I cannot remember who he was to save my life. And go, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> you know? And I'm with the dude. So I walk out of there and I call my agent. And I'm on the phone with them. And I'm like, dude, there's no way I could do stuff like this. I mean, this is pretty much soft porn, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> because they really want you to do it. And I'm like, you know, you're not hearing me, man. I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. So you never know. I could have gone that direction. Well, I could have been the, you know, the wrong Jeremy of the game. In fact, <laughs>
0: I was almost headed in that direction during COVID when the paychecks were getting thin and work was getting scarce. I'm like, I don't know. I might have to do some soft core, we'll start there and see where we go. <laughs> Robert, what about you, man? Whatever. I was not going to ask you about porn, but um, have you ever had an awkward acting moment?
1: No, but then but you're I- very lucky. <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 have, I have a funny story. I was in a Taekwondo point fight tournament um, years ago. I, it kind of reminds me of the Karate Kid days back in the day. And uh, I remember getting on the mat, and they just wiped it down uh, after my opponent's uh, previous fight. And I get on there, and I'm super pumped. And I, you do your three-way bow. And I set, and I throw a kick, and I flew backwards and landed on my chest. I mean a full back Holy flip shit. slipping on them cleaning the mat and homeboy got a point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was, <laughs> it was probably
1: a, I mean we're talking about a, a a gymnasium full of people. I mean there was bleachers and to hear the laughs that came out of everybody's <laughs> mouth, it was probably the, the most embarrassing moment of my entire life. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I think I was about 10 and my mom said hey, get up yeah. I I looked there she's like you really need to get up right now. And it didn't hurt. I mean it hurt my ego and it really made me uh feel like shit. I got second place. Um but it's okay. There was a lot of people in the competition, but it was it was a it was definitely a a, a fuck moment. Like it was one of those it was just like heart-wrenching because as a child, you have to build up your confidence. And this is like my third competition in and it was just it was all bad. But I literally set, I swear if someone was filmed and now I would have been all over the internet. I would have been a hit because everybody was filming i mean at that time there was probably one person filming a one one competition another and that there was like you know 12 13 going on simultaneously but uh yeah it was it was it was
0: really. it's like in hockey if you scored on your own team's net yes it
1: was not that but probably a hundred times worse yeah it was and then the, the funny thing is I, and I wasn't a big basketball player as, as in my youth days at all. I mean, well, ever. I mean, I played a little bit, but I remember joining a league and my dad's like, look, you got You know, I know you're baseball, but you got to kind of be all, you know, fully rounded. So they put me in a basketball league at Van Nuys Sherman Oaks park. And I remember, I think it was my second game and they have to play everybody, you know, even losers. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a good player whatsoever. And I remember they passed me the ball and I'm looking down the court and it's wide open. So I'm obviously I just ripple down the court and I did a really nice layup. I made it in. I turn around. I'm like, why is no one cheering? And yeah, that exactly, uh, that scenario was me. That actually happened. Going um,
0: back to embarrassment in sports. Okay. So I was stunt training at Las Vegas stunt Academy over the weekend for film roles and just, you know, just, getting in physical condition so i was doing really good with judo and jujitsu and all this kind of stuff but then we had to do jump sequences okay so now we're up like 15 feet in the air 20 feet in the air whatever it is dude whenever anyone else was jumping everyone would give a round of applause yay because it looked really good my dumb ass i get up there i look like shit i'm like just because what you're doing is you're jumping into like a foam pit you guys probably seen this before and then there's little kids in front of me doing backflips and they're kicking ass. And, you know, I, here I am, a grown man, and I'm afraid. I'm like, because uh, I don't like heights. So then whenever I would go and jump, all I'd hear is laughter because I knew <laughs> it looked like shit. And I knew every single time they're like, okay, so they're telling me a scenario. Like, all right, you're going to jump through a window out of a building and you got to, like, twist and turn. I'm like, yeah, sounds great. But then I do it. I'm like, <laughs> I got nothing. I've just jumped like straight in, face down, all fucked up. You know, stunt training is, is not easy, man. You know, so Jimmy, what about you, bro? You ever have any kind of like embarrassment in us uh, in uh, sports? Uh, yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> I, yeah, but I mean, who wants to actually bring up an embarrassment moment in sports?
1: Didn't you get hit by the ball?
2: I, I did. That was embarrassing. I hurt like a motherfucker.
1: Where'd you get hit?
2: I got hit right in the face, right here. To-
1: oh, shit.
0: By a fastball?
2: 16 stitches. Yep.
0: I was oh, like, man.
2: Dude tried to come in tight. Obviously, he did, and I couldn't get out of the way, and it just it got me.
0: Speaking of, of uh, baseball, my Yankees are terrible. I've pretty much given up, you know, on them. Uh, you know, I know you're a Dodgers fan, Robert. What about you, Jimmy? Oh, super. Nice. You realize we're going to win it
1: again. He's waiting to talk about yeah. the Mets. Should I do this? I oh, mean- bro. Yeah, yeah.
0: Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> how, how the Mets doing? The Mets are actually in first. Thank you for, you know, uh-huh. reminding me that the other New York team is doing way better than the was, real New oh, York team.
1: I was born in the East Coast. So I got to kind of support both. But we all know who's going to actually take it. So I'm not too worried. But it's good to support secondary.
0: No, absolutely. Like, the thing is, a lot of my friends will say that to me. They'll be like, hey, man, you know, like, uh, why are you rooting for the Mets? Like, say if the Yankees get canceled out in the postseason, you know, which they have in the past. And I'm like, it's a fucking New York team. I'm from New York area. You know, like, it's all good. Like, but if the Yankees play them, believe me, I want to see the Yankees send them to hell. (laughs) You know, like, that's. I don't want them. I don't want the Mets to win at all but it, it keeps it interesting. It keeps everything going. All right. So speaking about keeping things going, uh, what's up for this week, guys, let me start with you, Jimmy. What do you got?
2: Uh, Robert and I are still doing our thing. You know that Johnny, we're working our tails off. Um, we, we got a couple things to do. We got one, uh, one trip to Vegas. And then we also have another trip to, uh, to Texas that we have to take the next probably to within two weeks, both of those trips actually,
0: where are you going to Texas?
2: Uh, we're in Houston, most likely. We don't know exactly yet because I know we have to either stop in Houston first or well, I know we're going to Dallas and Houston. I just don't know the order yet. So
0: And, and uh, when you come to Vegas? That's
2: for work. That's for work. Uh, Vegas will be most likely before we go to Texas.
0: Okay, awesome. Do you know where you're staying out here?
2: It's going to either be the Aria or Bellagio. one of those two. Oh,
0: great places, man. So the thing is, it's completely different probably from the last time you were here. I know I was in New Jersey or South Carolina or Tennessee. I've, I've been everywhere. Like people ask me, like, you know, I was doing a a film production and they're like, you know, where are you right now? I'm like, I I don't know. I have to ask people because we went from Nashville to Georgia, to South Carolina, to North Carolina. I mean, I did from Vegas, like five States literally in three days, which was crazy. And I was just like, Whoa. Um, but Vegas has changed quite a bit, probably since the last time you've been here. Like I said, like it went from like zero to 100 in terms of life is normal here, man. You know, no one's really overly concerned about things. They're not checking your temperature. They're not checking your ball bag to make sure you're okay. You know, like everything's good right now. <laughs> good. But um, yeah, we, we got to hang out out here, man. Get some, uh, get some dinner, guys.
2: Oh, we'll definitely do that, Johnny. Definitely. Yeah,
0: man, this time for real, I gotta make it work. We are gotta they, make it work.
1: Are they allowing skydiving again? Um, that I'm not sure about. You, you would do that? Yeah, because normally what we do it's because you get less fare. They charge you a little, so they don't have to land. So you jump over, and then they actually you just land near the hotel, and then you just Uber it in. So it's we could we save about eighty four bucks.
0: <laughs> Let me ask you a serious question. Fourteen bucks. Would you actually skydive? Have yeah, you ever done
1: I love, that? I, I love skydiving. I've done I've I've done uh, three jumps, uh, attached to a, another human. Are you Handle. fucking serious? Yeah, I still haven't. Uh, I still, I I've been against the fence about jumping like by yourself. It's just if something goes wrong, I don't know if I'll how I'll react. Uh, obviously, but I mean, jumping with someone they let you pull the cord and they do all that stuff and it's it's fun. I, I think the most nerve wracking part is before you jump, like that, not, not on the plane, but like just the five, six hours prior. The you, Adrenaline. You know, it's yeah. All mental, it's all mental. You just psych yourself out. You get all freaked out. And the first time I jumped, I was trying to prove a point. And after I jumped, I realized how, how much I liked it. Um, I was with a group of people and you know, everybody was so pumped up and they're all, you know, adrenaline junkie. I was like, yeah, dude, I'm down. Let's do it. And then you're just like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> What did I get myself into? Like why why am I why am I doing this? Like we were made to be on the ground, not flying like in the sky. And then what happens if you know parachute one goes and then parachute two goes? And then I'm I'm dead. I'm I'm gone. I'm no longer here. So that right there kind of freaks me out.
0: I have a natural fear of heights. Um, so <clears throat> like I was just talking about with the stunts, like that, that was hard. That's only 15, 20 feet in the air. What about you, Jimmy? Would you jump out of a plane, or have you ever done that?
2: Negative. I won't. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest about that. I won't. zero. Point. Negative. No
1: it's, it's a good feeling, though. Like it's not. Uh, you know that 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 <gasps> that feeling in your stomach. It's not at the beginning. It's like that, but then it's so tranquil. And you're looking around, and then you get to actually enjoy the moment. Like there's so much that goes through your head. It's not adrenaline. It's just. It's actually peaceful to be a, that's why I, I jumped multiple times. And I think the best experience is Paris by Lake Paris. I don't know what it is. It's just, I've done it in three different places and I really like the Paris, uh, and it's, and it's really affordable, but look, if you want to do something different and just feel that, like I've done bungee jumping twice. Once in Mexico, Jesus Christ. That was at Club Iggy's, at a nightclub. <laughs> um, Big Boy dared me and he's like, I dare you. And it was Kool-Aid and Big Boy was on the radio days back in the day. And, and I said, ah, dude, I'll do it. And, uh, and I got up there and I jumped like an idiot and they have like the air you know, thing on the bottom. And it's in the middle of, it's across from like Papas and Beersome. And, and I'm over there and I'm like, yeah, remind you, I didn't drink, like I was wide sober. And, and I jumped and I did it from my ankles and it was a terrible experience. Like it hurt, it wasn't a good experience. Then I jumped again at a bridge, off a bridge, the right way around my waist, and that was a fun experience. But I definitely wouldn't do it again. Like, there's no, there's no reason because I hear there's a lot of issues and you can, you can die. So, but the next time I do it, if I do, it's going to be with Jimmy and we're going to go live. So it'll be, it'll be great. We,
0: we got people out here that jump off the stratosphere. Yes. Like, what? The
1: you hell won't is do that it.
0: What if all three no. of? Oh. Yeah. Well, I got offered a thousand dollars. Okay. When a family member came out $1,000 and they were willing to pay me. They showed me the cash $1,000. What
1: would you have done it for? I I didn't take it. What, I, what would, if someone gave you a hundred grand, would you? 100,000. $100,000 cash.
0: I, I, yeah. That, Jimmy? I, I would do it. I would probably get very highly inebriated.
1: Hell, I,
2: do. I would do it for a hundred grand easy. I'm just not doing it for nothing. Yeah. Like.
0: If $50, I'm $50. Grand. <laughs> wait, wait, people actually pay to do this stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, It's no way.
0: I think it's like $150 to jump off that thing.
2: That is
0: racket. You know what I'm saying?
2: Sign the paper. Yep. When you die, we are
0: not liable. My, my sister offers me $1,000. She's like, I want to see you do it. My niece. I'm sorry. Yeah, my niece, but her daughter. She's like, I want to see you do it. We want to see you do it. I thought about it. And I'm like, fuck no! Bucks. Like I watch people doing it, and I was like, ah oh, no, I I can't I can't do that shit, man. What about co- I, Robert? I'm pretty sure you jump right off that
1: fucking thing, wouldn't you? No, I don't. No, no, not now with the kids and
2: stratosphere too. I mean that thing.
1: Yeah, will I've be- done the roller coaster. The roller coaster is cool. I mean the roller coaster is not that scary. There's a there's another one that I think they just.
2: Oh, up, on the strat- up on the
1: stratosphere. There's, I, about I did the one that goes around. You know, it's a normal roller coaster, but then I do one that like it. It feels like you're falling over. Like yeah, I, it I don't shoots know, I'm down. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Nah, I'm good.
0: It shoots down, and guess what? Check this out. True story. Someone a couple years ago, some people got stuck for five hours in that position because the ride failed.
1: No, now that no. sucks. Five
0: Can you imagine hours? that? Five hours. I shit you not. Look it up. Like yeah. it. They were stuck there like just over that position that high up the ride malfunction and they were stuck. That sucks. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I would have had an anxiety attack like.
2: Oh, happen. Yeah. All the
0: liquor and CBD in the world and marijuana <laughs> yeah. would not save my life there. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, I'm getting out. I'm getting out. But you can't get out. Cause if you try to get out, you're going to fall down. You're going to die. Okay. You know? but yeah those type of things uh concern me i'm not really uh an amusement park guy but you guys like rides like great adventure and all that kind of stuff yeah absolutely yeah it's cool i love it <sighs>
1: it's been a while but i i do i mean I, I i love it i just don't like crowds and unfortunately to go to those places you have to deal with crowds i don't like crowds so how
0: do you feel about elevators i can't stand elevators robert like when i get in an elevator and too many people are in an elevator i, I just i get out i'm like i gotta go
1: I actually realized the last time we were in <laughs> Vegas, that is- the oh, elevator. Go. Yeah. you just opened the door. Please, I, I've I'm, never come out, but dude, we were, we were on a pretty high level, um, in, in Vegas this last time and about 20 seconds in, I'm like, damn, okay. I'm pretty high up here. I, that's when I realized I'm not a big fan of elevators, but I don't like a bunch of people in elevators. True story. I was an <laughs> idiot and we were in this really high end luxury apartment building and I'm, and. I was a total jacked heart and we had some people over and I jumped up and I shut the elevator down and we were stuck in there for hours. And they had this, this scent that would fucking spray like every two minutes and we couldn't shut it down. And we all started speaking <laughs> from our allergies and we went, we were walking our friends down to the Uber and the Uber's blowing us up. The elevator stuck. And then all of a sudden the alarm starts going on. We can't shut the alarm down. It's spraying scent. My girl has to pee. It was, it was, and we were stuck in there for five hours. So I hit a button, and it rings a, a phone, and a person answered the phone. He's like, "Hello, you okay?" And I'm like, "Nah, bro. Like, I'm stuck in an elevator. Can you get me out?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm in Rialto. Like, I, I don't, I don't care where you are. Can you open the door? I'm in Rialto." And it's like a service company that it rings, right? And and I'm like, "Nah, dude. Send like the fire department." He goes, "No, no, no. I open when I get there. Give me an hour." I was like, "Nah, dude." So where I call nine one one. And I'm like, look, we're having trouble breathing. It smells, this and that. They sent like four fire stations. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it was training day or something. I swear we came out and they were handing us water and blankets. Like I thought it it looked like we were stuck in a mine for like a month. Like the (laughs) amount of support. We had management. We had police. We had fire. And they put this air thing inside. It was kind of like when a car's like needs to be lifted up, right? So they put this air thing. And then they start filling up with this compressor. And I hear everybody back up. The door's going to blow Like, dude, I feel like I'm on a movie. And and so I tell everybody a true story. I tell everybody back up. So we're all in the corner. Like they're putting C4 and all of a sudden you just see the door slowly open. And they all look at me and they're like, you're a fucking idiot. We all got out. We climbed out. The elevator was halfway down. So there was only like a little area for you to slide out of. But honestly, man, I've never been in an elevator so long, and I didn't mean to like, take so much time. But No, man, it was
0: a great story. I'm dying like, over here. My face hurts, bro,
1: and this is what we want. And and the worst part is uh, we took edibles, like, four hours prior. So that, like, two hours felt like six, and it was just bad. So I suggest no one to jump in an elevator. No, I'm
0: claustrophobic, bro, and I told you, like, you know, and Jimmy was laughing at it when – Uh, there'd be times where especially you check out in the morning in Vegas like me and the wife we go to uh, the strip or downtown once a month we go out just have a good time you know and play the tourist if you will so we go um to check out in the morning and everyone's hitting elevators you know and people are just coming in and coming in like I'm talking like herds of people bro like 20 fucking and I'm looking at them like you dumb fucks like this is too many people for an elevator. And then, you. like, so I'm just like, I got to go. So I open the doors. I grab my wife's hand. I'm like, we're out of here. She knows, too. As soon as now she knows me, we've been together seven years. When I see, like, more than a dozen people come into an elevator, I'm out. I I I Because I'm claustrophobic. I don't like that shit. And if I got stuck in an elevator, imagine getting stuck in an elevator with 20 people for, like, an hour. Yeah. It, it would end up like, you know, a fight club. People just are like you know, like end up like you know, gladiator. Just
1: like, remember that scene with Captain America when he gets in the elevator with everyone and they're all quiet, and all of a sudden he fights everybody, and it's like 20 dudes on him.
0: That's a better, way better example. How do you feel about elevators, Jimmy? I don't even know how we get here, but I love it.
1: I'm cool with them, I don't
2: care, and I jump up and down all the time.
0: <laughs> so, you're, you're an elevator guy,
2: I don't mind them at all, I don't so, mind them either, literally.
0: So you'd be leading the pack of 20 people coming into the elevator. That would I mean, piss me off.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, obviously I don't, I mean, I look at capacity. I'm trying to do the math. I'm like, dude, you guys gotta go. Like this is like over capacity.
0: That's what I'm saying, bro. People don't have the cognizance of that, man. Yeah, you know? we, have,
1: we, have fr- we have friends that have an elevator in their house and they love uh, guests using it. And the stairs aren't too high, but, um, Dude, it's, so,
2: one flight.
1: it's one flight. Right. So, so, and they're really, really sweet, amazing people, but they'd love their elevator. They won't take it with us because it fits one person, but we figure out a way to fit three of us. Right. So it's, you know, one of their kids and then myself and Jimmy. So we come over for tea and talk about, you know, life back and, and how life is. And they're like, you need to take elevator. We're like, Oh no, no, we're, we, we can take this. No, no. You need to take the elevator. All right. This is the elevator. So we get in and I'm like, Jimmy, scoot over, bro. I got to get in. He's like, no, you, I'm, I'm in. I'm like, I know I got. So we're like, kind of like trying to move each other. Like, and I kind of squeeze in and it, it looked like, you know, when you open up like a can of like Vienna sausages and they're just, they're, they're tight. Like there's no room in between. And then the sun comes in and we're like, whoa, bro, like you coming in too. He's like, oh, I'm going to set it. And then he's like, oh no, well, I have to come in too. So then he comes in and he has to shut that like metal gate. It's like the secure gate. Then the elevator shuts and I'm like, oh man. And then it won't move. And then we all, we all kind of, we're all kind of looking at each other. And yeah. I'm like, Jimmy, like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing right now? And then he's like, oh, it, it's going to work. He said, it's oh, going to work. We're like, okay. And then I was like, we're looking for like a hand crank. like." <laughs> the,
0: the worst is yeah. that.
1: But we got, we got up, we, we got up and we, and then, so anyway, we do our thing. We hang out for about an hour and it's like, okay, we're going to leave now. So we're about to, we, me and Jimmy, I've, I've never seen him go so fast to a set of stairs. Right. So we dart to the stairs. Uh, uh-uh. No, you have to take the elevator down. It's well, like, but the stairs, no, you have to. So, so we, we took the elevator down and it was a great experience, yeah. but yeah, yeah, that was, you would have lost your mind.
0: Oh dude, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm thinking about it right now, visualizing yeah. it. I got a story for you. Plenty of times this has happened. I'm um, leaving a hotel. Okay. So Uh, We're going to take the uh, elevators, get to the parking lot downstairs. Those elevators in Vegas, especially in the summertime, are hot as fuck. You could literally put a turkey in there and roast this motherfucker. Like, I got to be honest. Like, you could straight up, like, roast this bad boy. And then the elevator didn't move. And I'm hungover. We had a great time the other night, the night before. And I have no water on me. And I'm like, if I'm going to be here it, for an hour, I will die. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not a dramatic guy. So I'm like, but this is, this, the elevator wasn't moving. The door wasn't opening, nothing. Oh, wow. And I start getting anxiety attack. I have no CBD in me yet. No, nothing. Oh, no. I'm just raw, hung over from last night. And then I'm like, oh man. And, and I got nothing on me, just but my, my bag with clothes and stuff like that. And then finally the elevator moves. So then therefore the panic, you know, Mm. goes away. But those elevators, bro, I'm telling you, they're hot. Oh yeah. They're they're insane. And speaking about, you know, heat in Vegas right now, I could go on my balcony and I could throw down an egg. Maybe I should do this, put it on camera. Mm. And and literally this shit will fry. No, I've always wanted to do that. I've done it before. It's, it really, it's a real thing.
1: Do Do it today. Or tomorrow on your hottest day and post it on your social media. I want to see it.
0: Oh, it's crazy! Like I've done it, especially when the sun hits my balcony porch, oh. like a certain way at a certain uh, point of day. One eighteen, you throw that bad boy down. That 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 floor, that ground is hot. Yep. right away. I wouldn't eat the fucking egg. <laughs> hey,
1: uh, real quick, a PSA. Um, please keep your animals indoors. That's all I have to say. Please keep your animals indoors every yes day. sir
0: yes sir my dog
1: passes out there man like think about it like that's just not a good situation so
0: yes my dog we take her out seven o'clock in the morning and very late at night we used to take her on four walks a day can't do it now she loves going sitting on a balcony she got a nice little setup up there she my princess but i tell you what can't let her do it and then she'll look at me and look at me as much as i want to do it i'm like no no girl no 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 it is, it is, it's brute I, you know, I, when I used to grow hemp, okay. uh For CBD on a farm in Nye County, I worked in these conditions. I don't even know how the fuck I did it. Like now at 42, I don't know if I could do that, but I was a farmer, bro. I I used to grow marijuana, like let's face facts. And it was a great job. It was great paying. It was really cool. I put on reggae music, smoke a joint and grow some weed. Who doesn't want to do that?
2: <laughs> Sounds relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> i didn't want
0: to do that but it was hot like there was days where we hit like 118 and then plus like you have to because you don't want to get the sun to blast you so you have to wear sleeves and pants and hats and all this type of shit so like you're really burning up man but um that's
2: terrible
0: oh yeah People wear wetsuits yeah dude i mean uh we, we did the most ridiculous shit to each other like we'd always go up to each other and just hose each other down out of nowhere. Awesome. Like, how you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing good. I just like start spraying someone. <laughs> Save their fucking life. No, Great. That's it. And then you're just like watering people down all the time. And it was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot of craziness. And I, I really miss it. They moved to Reno. I loved growing hemp. Have you guys ever grown? No. No, no
2: get yeah. into it real soon here just because we're gonna uh either acquire or partner with a farm and then look robert and i'd love to learn and that's what we did so that's just one facet one vertical of our business that we're eventually going to get into
0: yeah, have a- you ever seen the process of the growth it's amazing
1: yeah it's you it's amazing just from i mean we, we've been involved uh again into like all the hemp that we use with our company um it, we've been to the farm, we've walked the farm, we've watched the process. We understand. I mean, we've even thrown our own seeds and smiled and did all that. And it was awesome. It's it, to be able to, you know, lay seeds and watch them grow and then actually utilize what you've just planted is it's, it's a, it's a, an accomplishing feeling. So I think eventually we would love to get into the cultivation side. I, I mean, and, and again, it's, it's fun. I mean, look, we're, we're both earthy, earthy dudes. I mean, we, we, we like that side of it. So, um I, I think that'll be fun but yeah i mean I, I i love to watch even like marijuana grow and and it's so different than hemp on the way it grows but again that smell man you oh yeah even when we're on the farm i mean we jump in the car and me and jimmy are driving back like damn we, we it stays like we were on
0: your clothes entry yeah it's interesting it stays on your clothes absolutely
1: i like hemp i like hemp clothing too i mean there's so much you could do with hemp it's it's kind of for it to be around and for hundreds of years, I mean, we're really just in the beginning stages of utilizing every aspect of hemp. I mean, from health benefits to textiles, I mean, it's so good for the environment as well. I mean, just think about like start a campaign, like plant plan a hemp plant today and change the world and think about like people just start dropping seeds just to see what it does and how it helps. I mean- think about
0: Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. The thing is when I was growing hemp, what I loved is seeing it just grow every single day. And well, I should say marijuana, you know, it, it would grow extremely fast. Like you'd be surprised guys, people that are listening that have never done that before seen the process. Like you plant that seed, like you said, you get all happy and then you go the next day. And it's like, you see it bud out a little bit, like, Ooh, like what it's, you see the little stems come up. Dude, we had ones, like some rather that were monsters. Like absolute, like I'm like, Jesus Christ. So we had this one, I think we called it a King Kong. And we <laughs> had a we we had a certain area. I gotta send you pictures. We had a certain area where mm-hmm. we put in like uh we dug deep and we boxed it out with wood and we just dumped like mad seeds in it and then this other dude was out there and you meet some really interesting people as you all know in this business where they're like oh man i got i got like this thing that's like a steroid for for the plant it's a steroid i'm mm-hmm. like i'm like is it okay to is it gonna be okay to smoke and to take? He's like, yeah, it take yeah it's a hypothetical steroid it's gonna make it grow like really strong i'm like okay fine dumping it in and we're watering it every single day this thing is just like it was like remember like little shop of horrors <laughs> where it's like feed me feed me Dude, by the time this bad boy was done it was taller than all of us it was like i'm gonna say five and a half no i'm I'm sorry six foot tall at least which people don't even realize that can really happen with a marijuana plant yep it's insane
1: some of these in indoor grows man i i've been to and they turn on the light and, and to see the crystals on, like, it's really interesting. Cause they're not just plants anymore. Like the way they crystallize, I, I don't know. I'm probably saying that wrong, but no
0: crystallizing. Yeah, yeah that's it's, right.
1: It's like, it looks like little tiny crystals and it looks mm-hmm. like little eyes all over the like, it's like, what is that? Oh bro. You know, that's that, that's that cyber, cybertronic fucking 2020, <laughs> 24. And it's like, Whoa. So it's like from the future. You know, that's no, that Snoop bro. dog weed. Dude, it's it's and it's crazy.
2: And then, Thank you,
1: please. you know, my girl, it's uses you, you, utilizes it, you know, for the medical effects. Um, and she does it, and and it's amazing to see how positive it makes people. And and it's just it's great. And then I utilize it, and I I love it. And again, just on the edible side, and I'm really into health and fitness, as you know. So. I don't go and I take it and I go, Oh my God, I want to eat a bunch of bonbons. Like, I'm like, all right, let me drink a bunch of water, you know, and it's kind of crazy. Add some lemon and it's amazing. And then you look at it and go, wow, how many people does this help daily going through chemotherapy? You know, my mom was going through chemo and she had zero appetite and they were losing so much weight while you're going through any type of cancer treatment. So now being able to like give this in a legal manner and there's so many different strains and so many different key elements cbg cbn i mean we're learning so much daily and especially all the israeli studies from israel like it's it's really great and and i'm i'm so glad that now people are finally understanding this and as you know you know jimmy and myself are here to disrupt big pharma so um if you're listening you know please Woo. Give us a call. We would love to have a discussion. Again, my, <laughs> my
0: favorite is the uh the powder. That's my thing. The water, yep. lemon every day. The powder is my shit, man. Like it really the intensity and focus I get from that thing, you know, is second to none.
1: You doing uh, a teaspoon or a tablespoon?
0: Um, I, I do about i do about a tablespoon and a half
1: okay yeah because so yeah. everybody's dosage is so different
0: yeah but i also do like a large glass of water something like this you know like a pint glass you know so it depends on like i think the, the amount of water you're putting into it yeah. um but it, it's it's excellent guys i mean life powder all that stuff are you guys doing edibles you have any like gummies coming out or anything
1: we're working on a a, a, a d8 uh, it's a new product called Chill, which is a phenomenal product. Um, and it literally is just going to make you chill, kind of relax, kind of, you know, just head, body change. And it's it's all derived from hemp, you know, and it's a really quality product. Uh, no byproducts, no chemicals, no artificial sweeteners, colors, you name it. So J- Jimmy, that's Jimmy's one of uh, his new favorites.
0: Right, Jimmy? I love the name. I love <laughs> the name. The chill. name chill. chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
1: I mean, it speaks for itself,
0: right? You know, it makes me think about, like, uh, Shannon Briggs, you know, boxer, chill champ, chill, who, by the way, is a big supporter of uh, hemp and CBD. And uh, I think that's someone that we should definitely get on the show at some point. Uh, He'd be great. And uh, he's got a lot of enthusiasm. And he loves his marijuana as well. (laughs) So...
2: (laughs) you think that's important johnny to be honest with you it's like if we what you love what you love and what you do um i mean we can help you obviously as a lot of cbd companies can but if those people that smoke we're not going to try to take that away from you at all Mm -hmm. It's gonna add to your life add to your daily regimen you know our logos we're gonna you know you're gonna think about your health differently daily one stick pack at a time
0: that that's a stick packs are great too you know I, which is pretty much the powder if i'm not mistaken as well but they're on the goes um th- that that's the thing i love about life pack is that they have a bunch of different designs it's not just like you know a lot of cbd companies they have like you know just a pill or like a gummy or that type of thing you know there, there's so many different ways you could take your product which is amazing is that you know you have a sleeping agent which is wonderful you have the flight pack which i'm so thankful for cuz i've been on Fuck, 12 flights in the past, I don't even know, three, four months. And I've taken it every single time. And guess what? It's lights out. And I've had some smelly, big, heavy-set people, you know, next to me. And you're on a plane and you you, you don't want to deal with it. You start losing your mind. So I'm like, "I, I need to pass out. So I take my flight, my flight pack, out, wake up welcome to nashville yay (laughs) you know it's like yes we made it because i mean sometimes flying let's face facts it's tough and uh so you need to take the edge off and you guys have a lot of great products for a lot of things too the the roll-on too is my was another one of my favorites the freeze which is just absolutely amazing and i've given it to so many different people that have significant problems i have minor injuries inflammations minor but, you know, I have people that really have really bad complications and I give it to them and it works okay. and they feel great and they, they're so thankful. And they're like, where do I get this? I'm like, you know, just look at the container, you know, and uh, speaking of which, as we wrap up, uh, where can we find you guys, Jimmy, I'll let you take it.
2: Uh, well, obviously we're in Southern California, Westlake Village, but at www.lifepackorganics.com. And our Instagram is at lifepackorganics. And we also have Life Pack Organics lifestyle. So go check us out. This is where we are. Come see us. Hit up the website, get some products. Stuff's
0: amazing.
1: Johnny, what's your discount code? Let's plug it.
0: What is it now? It's Johnny, Johnny boy. Is it 2021? Cause now it's 2021, right?
2: <laughs> so Johnny, Johnny boy
0: 2021 over here now. Well actually it's just Johnny boy 2021 and I want all my listeners to please enjoy this great product. Um, I'm not just plugging them because I love these guys. I love the product, and it's really helped me out. I used to have significant complications that no longer exist in my life after two years of taking this product. Think about that, guys. Like, it's real. If you go to my videos and watch me on YouTube, I'm doing stunts at 42. I couldn't have done that prior to. I'm boxing. I'm doing mixed martial arts. I'm kickboxing. I'm studying Taekwondo, and I've never felt better. So, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It has a lot to do with you.
2: Hey, thank you, Johnny. Keep it up, buddy.
0: Yes.
1: Appreciate it. Naked.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, fellas. <laughs> be well.
2: We'll talk later. Yep.